G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Coming up today on The Story. I'm very excited right now about Ukraine because very suffering, there is, there is hope and there is, there is God. So that's what's happening with Ukraine. And the war started and we started to run what we call love projects. The Story. The story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we have part two of our conversation with Gabby Hoidinger, who's originally from Hungary and has been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary and neighbouring countries. These gypsies are also known as the Roma people. At the time this conversation was recorded, Gabby had just come back from doing ministry work in Ukraine. Last time we heard how she became a Christian and eventually came to Australia after she married. Then she and her husband were sent as missionaries to her home country of Hungary. But while she was doing the work she loved, her life was turned upside down when her marriage broke up. And that's where we'll pick up the story today as Gabby continues her chat with Eric Scadabo from our Melbourne studios. Here you are doing what you love, what you thought you were called to do. Yeah. Ministry to the gypsies and street people. And your husband left you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was like having the rug pulled out from underneath you. Yeah. Exactly. And Were you devastated? Yeah, I was. I was. It was very hard, mm-hmm. and it was a very dark place. But usually, I say to the people around me, or if I disciple people, that uh, I miss the time, and it's so strange. You know, you, you suffer. Miss? Yeah, I sometimes I miss the time, and what not do you mean? because the suffering part of it. But that closeness, what I have experienced with Jesus. Mm. Oh, at that that time, when you were in the depths of despair, you were the closest to the Lord. That's what you're saying? Yes. He walked me through to the valley of death. Mm. And I met met him in a very special way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he was and he is so real Mm -hmm. in my life. And I could get to know him uh, much closer and better. And that was a very special time. So now at that time... Yeah. You're devastated. The rug's been pulled out underneath you. You could have said, this is not what I signed up for. I'm out of here. I'm not going to do any ministry. You could have turned your back on the Lord. Yeah. For that matter. Yeah. But yet you're saying, instead, you got closer to the Lord than ever before. Yeah. You went to him with your pain and anguish. Yeah. But did you want to continue in ministry or what did you want to do? I should say that eventually you came back to Australia. Yeah, right? I, it was it was in Australia. So it happened in Australia, and uh, actually, I never thought that I gave up. But ministry is such a so I started to understand the ministry is not kind of what you are doing, but 
more like who you are. Mm. And that's a, that's a profound point. Ministry isn't what you're doing, it's who you are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. And the privilege was that uh, you know my identity is is became so strong in God and mm. not what I am doing mm-hmm. because, because that's if what I learned. Yeah, because if your identity was in being a missionary and now you couldn't be a missionary anymore, you would have lost your identity. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And sometimes maybe that's the problem that uh, our identity is in what we are doing, mm. and rather than rather than who we are. And a child of God is who you are. Yeah, the child of and God. And that's never going to change. Yeah. No matter what happens. Yeah. No matter ex- what tragedy comes into your life. Yeah. You'll always be a child of God. Yeah, exactly. And that's your identity. Exactly. And so God healed me mm-hmm. and he called me back to do practical ministry mm-hmm. to the same people, the gypsy people who to I To go back to love Hungary. It. Yeah, back to go back to, to Budapest. Budapest and have a have a vision for DMM in Eastern Europe. Um, what does that mean? It means you know Hungary, Romania, Ukraine, as all I mentioned, the countries all that the have countries, gypsies. the Hungarian speaking gypsies. Yep. Right. So you can do ministry in all those countries where they've spread out into. Yes, exactly, because it's it's part of U- European Union, so mm-hmm. I can travel very freely into these countries because I'm Hungarian. So I'm sent out as a missionary of mm-hmm. my church, and also my mission agency is, is, is supporting me to do this work. So you get back into doing ministry. Yeah. Closer to God than ever before, older and wiser. But do you think, having gone through all of that, that you are better, better able to minister to people? Um, yeah, I think to able to go through this, uh, it made me more available to God, mm-hmm. what God is wants to do. And also for people, I could be an encouragement mm-hmm. or I could uh, be maybe uh, an example. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's helpful, mm-hmm. helpful to to go through and come out. Mm-hmm. And so if I, I could do, everybody could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we began to record, you said that uh, the life of Joseph is uh, yeah. a person that you look to for encouragement. Now, yeah. if we look back in the Bible, the life of Joseph, he had dreams of glory. Matter of fact, because he shared these dreams with his brothers, that that's what got him in trouble, right? Because yeah. they, they uh, were sick of him always kind of bragging about yeah. stuff, and they eventually threw him into a pit and abandoned him. But he thought the future was all going to be rosy and great because he had yeah. this vision that he had this dream. Yeah. And kind of, you know, when you think about becoming a missionary, yeah, we have rosy ideas of, oh, everybody's just going to accept Jesus as their Savior and everybody's just going to come to the Lord and it's all going to be great. But it doesn't work out that way sometimes. Sometimes life throws you curves. Sometimes the rug is pulled out from underneath you. And that's what happened to Joseph. Suddenly, he has these high expectations and he finds himself in jail, being persecuted. Is that somebody who you can 
identify with and relate to? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so as I see his uh, story, that he's he's got the vision from God, he's got the dream, but because he was he was young and child, he did not really understood that the the vision is not about him to have glory or or to be glorified, but is actually God's vision for a nation. And so until we we think that whatever we got a vision or dreams or ministry or calling from God, we think that's that's about us. Mm. That we 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 find ourselves in the pit and in the prison and in in sometimes literally and sometimes metaphorically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then through the way, again, we have opportunity as I had to learn and to grow into that understand that is, is not about me. Ministry is not about me. It's about God. Mm-hmm. And as we understand, we could, we could actually serve a nation. We could help a nation to, to come out from their famine or other stuff. So lots of time we suffering is our friend. Mm. to teach us uh, well, we how don't, to... We don't want to look at it that way, but sometimes it is. Yeah, mm. but, but you know, the verse says even he was the son of God, he had to go through oh, suffering. Yep, yeah, yep. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Suffering to learn to obey. Mm. So it's, it's a learning pattern. And I think when we suffer and we could remember of that, then we wouldn't feel... We would have a, you know, a hope hmm. to have advantage of that uh, time. So while you're going through the valley of the shadow of death, like Psalm 23 yeah. tells us, yeah. that you can be comforted to know that even though this really stinks at yeah. the time, yeah, but it is for a greater good as far as helping you grow and mature and get closer to God than you possibly ever had been before. Yeah, yeah. So now let's go back to the wonderful things you're doing now. You've gotten through that valley. Yeah. What are you excited about now as part of your ministry to the gypsies in Hungary? Yeah. And other countries? Yeah. I'm I'm very excited right now about Ukraine, what happened there. So we... Even though it's a war-torn country at the moment as we're recording this? Yes. You're excited about it? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because, again... It's the same same thing, you know. Well, there is suffering. suffering. Mm-hmm. There is there is hope, and mm-hmm. there is there is and God. People need hope, of yeah. course, in the midst and people of the need trauma. Hope. So that's what's happening with Ukraine, and the war is started, and we started to run with a lot of support from Australia, Australian mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and uh, the, my mission agency, you know financial support to able to uh, help and run we we did run what we called love projects and so through that as i mentioned before we build a relationship a trusting relationship and now people start to move back to ukraine and we have a lot of uh, invitations a lot of friends and 
even with a couple of main leaders, we had a, a very solid relationship. So we visited uh, Ukraine in the last couple of months, mm-hmm. like four times. Mm-hmm. And we did the baptism and feeding people and we fed orphans and we tried to figure out and pray how can we more involved in mm-hmm. this but the thing is that uh, through those leaders, we start to run a year training mm-hmm. for their leaders. And so in Ukraine? Ev- in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. In Ukraine. Yeah. So we're talking about 35, 60 leaders. Oh, so they can lead other people to the Exactly. Lord. So exactly. you might lead. There's you're the, you're yeah. only there for a short Couple exactly. days at a time. Exactly. But if you train them, your ministry, and you're part of that, that's so. Then we, they can go on yeah. and on and train others. And are people coming to the Lord? Yeah, and also people to be trained to be a worker mm-hmm. in the harvest, mm-hmm. as as Jesus told us. You mm-hmm. know, pray for the workers, not for the harvest, but pray for workers for oh, the harvest. Mm-hmm. So we 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 train the leaders, and the leaders can train the workers of harvest. Mm-hmm. We're talking about thousand and thousand people wow. through the sixty leaders. Mm-hmm. So s- some of the leaders in in the slums of ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's amazing. That's that's really exciting thing, and so we're going to start in November. You're listening to The Story. Our guest today is once again Gabby Hoidinger, who's been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary and neighbouring countries. These gypsies are also known as the Roma people. We'll hear more of Gabby's story and more about Gabby's ministry work when we return. The Story If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401-132-888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax and this is The Story. Today, our guest once again is Gabby Hoidinger, who's originally from Hungary and has been called by God to minister to gypsies in Hungary, otherwise known as the Roma people. As we've been hearing, Gabby's been doing some exciting ministry work, especially in Ukraine. Now, here's more of Gabby sharing with Eric Skadabo. So it sounds like you're not doing all this ministry by yourself. You're working with others, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For example, I have a co-worker who became a full-time worker mm-hmm. in Hungary. They were already he, a Christian. Yeah, his name is, is Gergő. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started to disciple him and then coaching him how to coach others and how to lead others. And so Gergő is, is a fantastic young man. Uh, he has a family and a daughter, and on the way, uh, another girl. But 
He's doing amazing. So he he just started to have a vision in his area where he's living. That's we're talking about um, Hungary. Mm -hmm. And he has a vision for his country. That's uh, Fayer County. And then as he was praying, you know, God, please show me how and where can I reach, you know, uh, gypsy people or lead me to a person of peace. Mm -hmm. And he was so keen to work also in his region. And then one time he was talking with the village me mm -hmm. and asking him, you know, do you have uh, people who need help or we can we can read the Bible together or if they struggle to have food or something, gypsies mm -hmm. in, in this uh, county? And he said, yeah, 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 we just had actually a group of people to come from Ukraine. And we oh, the people who fled the war. Yeah, fled yeah. the war. Yeah. So we accommodate them mm -hmm. into a college. So they live in a college. Some of them they they find work, but mm -hmm. not really. And I think they would they would love to have some support, but also. And then Gergő taught him. Would you think that they would be happy to reading Bibles together? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he became so excited, the village mayor. Oh, yeah, the village mayor was excited about them reading the Bible? Exactly. Wow. And he showed Gergő a short video on his phone. That was an older gypsy lady was reading the Bible for the kids in that oh, college. Oh, reading the Bible to the kids? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So he said, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are, they are Christians. They are believers. They would love to have you. So, oh, so these had, people that were there as refugees from Ukraine yes, were Christians? Yes. Uh, not half of them actually okay. were Christians and there is a pastor too mm -hmm. so from a small village from a small church mm -hmm. and but it it was a mixed mm -hmm. group okay. of people yeah but they were receptive to learning the bible yeah i mean they didn't do the grandma just did with the children mm -hmm. yeah. and so gerga visited them and asked them if they want to read the bible and they were extremely hungry and open and ready so we read the bible to use the discovery bible study uh that's through that discovery bible study we hoping uh, to to plant a church as mm -hmm. they we we use bookmarks what we what we made with uh, gypsy people and discovery questions and it's a very powerful tool anyway so gergo went and there was a uh, like a 12 men and a couple of women and that's the grandma and the kids and now since night since two three months uh, Gergő go, goes to regularly and they, they reading the Bible every week. They already been baptized one person who received the Lord mm -hmm. through that group. Yeah. And so they started to think about and Gergő is coaching them how to take a discovery Bible study to their villages back mm -hmm. home. Wow. So that's the whole idea. You ground them in the word, help them be strong Christians, yep. and then they can go back. Yes. Because they're only temporarily in Hungary. Exactly. So if they go back to Ukraine, they yep. can 
share the good news of Jesus exactly. and teach the Bible to yeah. people back yeah. in their hometowns yeah. in Ukraine. Yeah. So then hopefully it will just repeat and on and on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, that's multiply. So that's the aim to mm-hmm. see the multiplication yeah. of the disciples. And it sounds like with the trauma of the war, more and more people are open to spiritual yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's exciting. You're all, you're a part of that. Yeah, it is. It is exciting. Very exciting. And uh, you know when people are talking about the war and they really said, I, you know, in my heart, I'm so happy, not because some people suffer mm-hmm. because of the war, yeah. but because the, the opportunities, mm-hmm. what the war brought to us. Mm-hmm. So breakthrough, we could get into Ukraine and we could train leaders to be a disciple mm. makers so they can train others. So hopefully we can see the disciple making movement kicks mm. off in Ukraine through the Hungarian gypsies. So something very positive coming out of a yeah. very unpositive, yeah. devastating yeah. situation with the, the trauma of the war that's yeah. over there. Any last comments you'd like to say about your life journey? I mean, it looked like you kind of had a rosy picture of life as a missionary, what it was going to be. Then, uh, yeah, as we've said repeatedly, the rug was pulled out from underneath you. And then you could have walked away, but you persevered. And the Lord has helped you overcome some of the challenges. And now you're seeing the fruit of being in ministry. Yes, exactly. And still have, you know, challenges and hardships. Yeah, they never go away. They they never (laughs) go away. And, and luckily, we have the opportunity to, to grow every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So it's, it's a life, lifelong learning mm-hmm. and walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ministry isn't always about success. Yeah. You're going to have challenges too. Yeah. Is that, is yeah. that your point? It's about faithfulness mm-hmm. and obedience to God. So whatever is happening, we can remain faithful and obedience to God. That's, uh, as mm-hmm. I see, that's yeah. our ministry. Yeah. That's, that's true. That's success. my success. Yeah. Yes, that's true success. Yeah. Not just you know thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, and yeah, able to do some big huge and, ministry yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, if God's and, and willing. And all over the place, and you're invited yeah. to be on radio programs and stuff. Yeah. While well, you're still on a radio program. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gabby, for sharing your story. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to be able to share. Well, that was Eric Scadabo chatting with his and his wife's good friend, Gabby Hoidinger, who they hadn't seen in about 10 years because of her ministry work in Hungary. And it was great to hear how God led her through the dark days of her marriage breaking up and how she returned to ministry with a closer relationship with God than ever before. It was also great to hear all the wisdom she's learned along her journey. Some verses in the Bible that come to mind when reflecting on Gabby's story are Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, which says, Be confident of this. He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. Also, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 comes to mind, which says, The one who called you is faithful and will do what he promised. Well, to learn more about the ministry that Gabby is involved with in Eastern Europe, you can go to their website. It's praxis.org. That's praxis, P-R-A-X-E-I-S, 
www.eastern-europe.org. And once you've got on that website, scroll down to the Eastern European section to learn more about the type of work that Gabby's involved in. Well, thanks for joining us for part two of Gabby Hoidinger's story. I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. The story. Just another way vision is helping you look to God daily. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.